It's TJ in the afternoon, the weirdo with a beardo back again for another installment of True Crime Tuesday. With this week's episode, number 27, The Enron Scandal. When the Enron scandal surfaced in 2001, Enron Energy Corporation was the seventh largest company in the world. Until news of the company-wide corruption brought the company to its knees. And it all began in 1985 when the Enron Company was formed by Kenneth Lay. In the years that followed, Congress approved the deregulation of natural gas products so companies like Enron could sell their products for much higher prices and significantly increase their profits. By 1992, Enron would become the largest seller of natural gas in North America. Then through a series of attempts to further grow the company's bottom line, Enron branched out into other assets, including gas pipelines, electricity generation plants, paper plants, water plants, and other services across the globe. The company also entered into completely unrelated markets, such as broadband internet, and even through a partnership with Blockbuster Video to expand the market for on-demand video. But they started logging their expected earnings, which falsely inflated the company's actual earnings. That said, the company seemed to grow in leaps and bounds, posting a stock price increase of over 300% between 1990 and 1998. Also during that time, Kenneth Lay had developed a shysty team of executives who were able to hide billions of dollars in debt from failed deals using accounting loopholes, specialized purpose entities, and bad financial reporting. CEO Anthony Fastow and other company top executives misled the Enron Board of Directors and other decision-makers were pressured into ignoring these financial issues. The SEC would go on to uncover incredibly dangerous accounting practices. For example, Enron would build an asset such as a power plant and immediately begin claiming the projected profit on the books, even though the power plant hadn't generated a single dime of profit yet. And if the revenue from this power plant was less than the projected amount, instead of taking the loss, the company would be swept under the rug and transfer to an off-the-books corporation and go unreported, which allowed Enron to ignore their unprofitable ventures without hurting their bottom line. And in 1998, Andrew Fastow was promoted to chief financial officer, who then developed an elaborate plan to show that the company was churning a big profit, even though all of its subsidiary companies were losing money hand over fist. Possibly knowing that the delicate balance couldn't go on forever, Fastow resigned as CEO of Enron and ushered in the company's new chief executive officer, Andrew Skilling, who would lead the company until August 2001, when he suddenly resigned. Around that same time of Skilling's resignation, Enron's broadband internet division reported a $137 million loss, causing the company's stock price to take a nosedive. And by summer of 2001, the company was in total freefall. The company made national headlines later that year in October when the company's stock price crashed from over $90 per share to less than $1 per share. In December of that year, Enron filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy and their $63 billion in assets were frozen, making it the largest corporate bankruptcy in U.S. history up until that point. And following that, Enron shareholders filed a $40 billion lawsuit and the Securities and Exchange Commission launched a full-scale investigation. One of the first casualties was Arthur Anderson, the firm's financial attorney, who was found guilty of obstruction of justice for destroying financial records, trying to conceal them from the SEC. A number of Enron's former executives were also charged with crimes ranging from conspiracy 
to insider trading to securities fraud. Even the company's founder and former CEO, Kenneth Lay, was convicted on six counts of fraud, conspiracy, and bank fraud. Their former CFO, Andrew Fastow, pled guilty to two counts of wire fraud and securities fraud for encouraging the company's corrupt business practices and served over five years in prison. But the company's most recent CEO, Jeffrey Skilling, received the harshest penalty. In 2006, Skilling was convicted of conspiracy, fraud, and insider trading and received a 17-year prison sentence and required him to give $42 million to the victims of the Enron fraud scandal. At the time of the collapse, Enron was the biggest corporate bankruptcy in history, but would later be surpassed by WorldCom, Lehman Brothers, and Washington Mutual. But the scandal drew international attention to accounting and corporate fraud after Enron's shareholders lost over $74 billion in the four years leading up to its bankruptcy, and its employees lost billions in pension benefits. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday, Episode 27, The Enron Scandal. Join me next week for more true crimes and unsolved mysteries, and you can even download the Odyssey app for your tablet or smartphone for all of the previous True Crime Tuesday episodes.